When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are you judging now? I'm judging all these boxers having a fencing competition with people when they've got the full advantage to do something else. Fuck them. Shan't give them the mic. Why are we giving these pussies relevance on an interview? Fuck these idiots. Who are they when they're at home? All of these pussies. Well, no, sausages. We, we just came on to the topic of Usyk and. Usyk's uh, a sausage. Forget about him. Usyk's a little. Dirty little slimy fucker, actually. We're gossiping on you, you little sausage, and I'm going to release it very soon. What, has he said something? Or? No, no, bigger than that, much bigger. He's been on the missing list for a little minute or two. A little sausage. So anyway, we know what's going on. We know what's going on, but fuck him. It's about me and Francis Ngarnu anyway. Battle of the baddest. Baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Me and Big Francis. He, uh, he arrived in the uh, Grand I'll tell you what I'm not doing. Go on. I'm not having a quarry off with a big man. No chance. Well, he... Someone sent me a photo of him in the shower. It was horrendous. Well, he came to the Grand Rivals uh, with shades on in the dark last night, Big Francis. So, Proper sign of a sausage. Anyway, uh, what can you do? How many times have you said the word sausage in the last 24 hours? I don't know, quite a lot. <laughs> Every time I go on yeah. social media, it's you saying sausage. Anyways, um, we're just saying how hospitable the people out here are, genuine, you feel safe, peace of mind. Yeah, 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 unbelievable. People out here, great kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I know I keep banging on about it in all these interviews, but it is like, we've got all the facilities, everything we'd ever need. They can't do enough for us. And it, it's rare. It's rare, really, because you, you, come out, you come over here and you get tracked like an absolute legend and you go home and it's just like, well, you owe it us. Do you know what I mean? You don't, you don't get any special treatment, you don't get nothing. Here we're having police escorts, everything. So, pretty good. Good, uh, good people. Can't do enough for us. And they're very, very happy for us to be here. Do you want to know something? Go I hear on. this Tyson saying, you know, Tyson's got the biggest fan base in boxing in on, England. We're not on about fan base. What are you on about then? You, may, you need to make I'm yourself about, clear. I'm on about... You've got a couple you of haters and jealous I'm people about, about, about the place. You may need to it's make not, it clear. It's got nothing to do with fans. We're on about governments. What has the government ever done special treatment for the Gypsy King? Absolutely nothing. Do they even get me through customs at Heathrow Airport quicker than anybody else? Or do I wait for two hours in a queue? Tell me that. Nope. Here, special treatment for the big GK. Every single day, all day, every day. Having teas with the head of government. Cups of teas. I've never even had a thank you letter. Nothing. I've never had a well done. The amount of money I've raised in London in the last two fights. I've probably hundreds and hundreds of millions I brought I brought to London. To Wembley and Tottenham and all the restaurants, pubs, bars. Put that back into the ecosystem. Never got one thank you for it. Here, I've got governments very happy that I'm here. Very happy. Well, I was talking about to Shane. I'm not about on this. about the boxing fans. Like he said, I've got the best boxing fans in the world. No, I mean, I'm talking about MBS and his excellence yeah, in exactly. Tokyo Shake. Exactly, that's what I'm on about. You're all over Tokyo, Las Vegas exactly. Sphere, uh, Tower Bridge. Yeah. I was just saying to Shane how... Can you hold that mic? My hand's <laughs> filling me. 
<laughs> how it's all. I've got a good set of shoulders, then I. How, how it's all changed. <laughs> it's about half a pound. In Saudi Arabia, yeah. obviously, last few years you had Eddie and Joshua here leading things. Now you've got this relationship. Frank's got this relationship, Bob, with His Excellency, and you love that mic, don't you? Oh, to take it out. Yeah, you guys, you, Frank, and Bob, are, are taking the lead out here now in Saudi. Listen, I'm the only man, I think, in the world who's got two Hall of Fame promoters. Bob Arum, absolute legend, and Frank Warren, an absolute, another absolute legend. Bob's an American legend in the game, and Frank's a British legend in the game. No, no two promoters in the world can compete with these two. Combined knowledge can lose and find every other promoter a thousand times over. A thousand times over. And that's why the Hall of Fame promoters, and they do the job. I witnessed it first hand. I was on a private jet with Bob going to Napa Valley. And I, I was in the newspaper flicking through and I saw the uh, Kentucky Derby and it said, there's a hall. I said, Bob, there's an horse here called King Fury. He went, what? He, he got on his phone. Right, there's a, there's a horse here running at the Kentucky Derby called King Fury. Get the press on the phone. Tell him Fury's having 100 grand on the nose of King Fury and we want to be at the race and walk King Fury out. I thought, that is old school promoting. Straight there. <laughs> I've just seen it while he's up there with the best promoters ever. On a plane, on the way to Napa Valley, on his cell phone, 90-year-old, tell him we want to get the press and tell him we're having 100 grand on the nose of King Fury. He's going to walk him out to the race. He got the owner on the phone. Yeah, we can walk him out to the race, walk him around the paddock. No problem. That's promoting. Unbelievable. And Frank does the same. I call in the magic man. I was 30 stone. The promotion that Frank did on his back, 20,000, sold out in about four hours at MEN. And then continuing. It just goes on and on and on. So it's priceless to have these people in my corner. Actually, at that point. And then you combine that with His Excellency, yeah. Turkey El Sheikh, who wants to make things unbelievable for boxing and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And you've got an unstoppable force. It's what happens when a volcano meets a tornado. It's interesting you raised that point, you know, around the Sefri fight. Um, well, before that, when you were talking to promoters and you wanted to come back, etc., you went into the BT offices with Frank, and yeah. he's the only one who actually believed in you at that point. That's right, that's right. Frank's a very clever man, and if he wasn't, he wouldn't be in the position he's in. He's very smart, and Frank saw something kid me that nobody else did. Because at that time, it was um, I was in a right state coming back, and, and, and Frank uh, helped me come back big time. So, yeah, that's why, that's why I haven't left Frank Warren. That's why when I signed with Top Rank, Frank came with me and we're still together. You know, there's obviously a good relationship there. And then this, obviously, this Saudi Arabia relationship, as you said, takes it to a whole other level. Takes it for another, another stratosphere, for sure. How many fights do you want out here, Tyson? Listen, we'll just take one fight at a time. I get through Saturday night and then we'll talk about fights, other fights. But your career is going to be out here, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I, I won't be boxing in England anymore. I've done my two fair, final farewell fights. And now I'm just going to be boxing out in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and finish my career out here. I what a way to go out of a bang. It's the only time you box in England for the Central Area title, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we want to say. It's the only title we haven't won. Yeah, and I think Chris Healy's got it from Stockport or Bredbury. So, Chris, if you're watching this, after I finish my career, I've got to get that belt. So get yourself trained up, Mosh. Why are you fighting Mulkin? Where at? Yeah, I could do for That's the central area. Yeah. I could do at a Morecambe Football Club, yeah. About six, seven thousand dollars there. Are you part of the club? I own the gym and the training facilities, yeah. Right. I'm not part of the club, though. I sponsor the club, but I, I don't own it or nothing, no. All right.
Anyone you want to shout out, Tyson? Yeah, anyone I want to shout out? Yes. I want a big shout out to uh, Spencer Brown. I want a big shout out to Frank Warren. A big shout out to um, Bob Arum, Turkey Al Sheikh, His Excellency. I want to shout out all Saudi government and the big boss himself, MBS. Is he coming on Saturday, MBS? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, who else do I want to shout out? I want to shout out to my brothers, my dad, my mother. Um, shout out to Andy Lee. Shout out to Sugar Hill, my trainer. Because without Sugar, I wouldn't have trained from. I wouldn't have gone from a slick boxer to a 1920s brawler. And I always wanted before Sugar. I always wanted to get down in weight. I wanted to look good, and I wanted to be like 18 stone. You know, Sugar said, "Why do you want to be 18 stone? Be 22 stone. Box up whatever you're comfortable at." He said, "The heavier, the better." He said, "Forget 18 stone, 19 stone, 280, 290, whatever. Knock a motherfucker out." And we do that. That's mainly down to what Sugar's put into me in the last few years. Get, get, walking them down, smashing them into submission. It's not, a, it's not a beauty contest. And that's what we do. What do you think you'll weigh on fight night? I don't know, 20 stone. Does it matter as long as I get the result? It don't matter. Big Martin McCauley was in my gym the other day and he's weighing 22 stone, as strong as an ox. So weight has got nothing to do. Big Zhang the other day weighed 22 stone or something like that. And, and Big Joe Joyce weighed 21 stone or 20 stone 10. I started these heavyweights being heavy. Me. When I fought against Wilder the second time, it was 270 odd pounds. And then everyone started getting heavier. Everyone started coming in at a natural weight for a reason, because they saw my success at it. And I said, who else do I want to shout out? Uh, Shout out Robert Davis, my lawyer. He's a very important part of this team. Have I forgot anybody else? Your wife and kids. I've said that. Yeah. Nav. Nav, yeah, my me, uh, me PR guy. Uh, who else is there? Christian and Matty. Yes, S&C and massage guy. S&C and massage guy. George. Oh, big George, big bad George. Big shout out to George. And big, big shout out to Josie Parker as well, my training partner. Um, oh, Brendan. Big Brendan, big shout out to big Brendan. Sol Dacus. Brendan's bottom lip was just going there because he was thinking, where's my name at? <laughs> yeah, um, big shout out to all, everyone who's helped me, all my sparring partners, all my training partners. Big shout out to Isaac Lowe as well. He's been my training partner for the last 10 years. Um, He's got a good fight coming up. He has, he? yeah, against uh, Lee McGregor. That's a yeah. good fight. But he's here on tomorrow. Isaac lands tomorrow. I told him not to come. I said, focus on your own fight. He said, I won't miss it for the world. To be fair, what we're talking about, you, what you're doing here in Saudi, all the undercard fighters, the exposure they get. You off think that. about the amount of um, jobs that we've created here in Saudi now, yeah? All the people who's doing all the TVs and fireworks and buildings and everything. It's tons and tons of jobs. All the undercard fighters, all the heavyweights he's fighting. It's an unbelievable show, isn't it? I don't think there's ever been this amount of heavyweights on one card before. No, I don't think so. At this high level as well. You know, you've got Joe and um, Simon. You got Martin and Carlos. You got Rico, big Rico. Yeah, what do you think about Moses Alma? I think he's a good prospect, yeah. Definitely. He, he looked unbelievable, that combination. Brrr, dropped his last man, we've done him in. So, yeah, top prospect. And he's only a kid, isn't he? How old is he? 21. 18. How old? He's 18. Shut up. No, I swear, he wants to break Mike Tyson's record. He's only 18? Yeah. Is he really? He could be the youngest ever British heavyweight champion, couldn't he, if he gets his skates on? Who's the youngest? 
Um, he wants to beat, he he wants wants to beat Mike Tyson's, Tyson's record. No, I tell you who was the youngest ever British heavyweight champion. Jackie Peterson. And I think he was 19, so many days. He, he beat Jack Doyle, the same guy, for the British heavyweight <laughs> title at White City in front of 80,000 people. God, you really know your boxing. I do, yeah. <laughs> in front of how many people? 80,000. And then obviously Wardley and Adelaide. What well, chance for them? Yeah, that's a good fight. I actually... Um, David's been a, a training partner of mine for years, since the Wilder days. Uh, and he's a good kid, you know, a good, strong kid. He's learning fast and he's a good boxer. And he's strong and he's got a lot of confidence as well, which I like. Yeah. Um, and then Fabio, I've also sparred Fabio. He's a good guy as well. And he's a, he, he seems like a gentleman, really down to earth, British heavyweight champion. He's had some good fights and, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a step up for both guys. And I remember, remember before this, like you got these two, two, these two. Before that, it was like, Dubois and Nathan Gorman who fought each other yeah. in a good undefeated heavyweight contest. And before that was probably me and Derek. We were both 14-0 at this level. And, uh, I'm looking forward to all the card. And you've also got Arsene Bekmatmadov on. I don't know who he's fighting. He's a little bit upset with you. Is he? Because uh, what you called his first name. What? <laughs> well, you said, you said Arsene Bekmatmadov. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Be upset, can't he? Yeah, heavyweight bonanza though here in yeah. the South East. Good. So it's pretty good. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. And I've been watching Francis Ngannou as well recently, today. What did you see in him? I just think he's a big sausage. Honestly, oh. to beat me, you have to have a lot of valour. Yeah. And you have to have bravery and you have to have balls like King Kong. And I don't see it in him. I think he's a bit of a shithouse. But we'll find out on Saturday night, see if I'm wrong. We certainly will. TNT Sports Box Office in the UK and, of course, ESPN Plus pay for It looks the part. US. It looks, looks, looks like a um, dog de Bordeaux. Lovely big giant dog and I'm a pit bull cut to pieces, ready to rock and roll. Little small dog, get stuck in and have it. Come on! You should become a promoter like a, one day. I'm like an English pit bull terrier. Get up! Would you go into promotion? And he's like a big old French dog de Bordeaux. That's the one. That's the one. I'm an English pit bull terrier, and he's a, um, a French dog de Bordeaux. Would you go into promotion one day? Do you remember the dog, dog hooch, big hooch? That's um, St. Bernard. No, no, that's Beethoven you're thinking about. Hooch and Turner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big brown dog. Tom Hanks. Okay, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, Back in the 80s, man, when I was born. Would, would, you, would you go into promotion one day? Me? Who knows? But I'll tell you what it is. I, don't, I am the best promoter in the world, I think. Never mind Bob Arum and Frank Warren. I'm the best promoter. I'll be an Hall of Fame promoter after this fight. <laughs> I'm not the first person to fight somebody in his debut for the heavyweight championship of the world. Peter Rademacher fought Floyd Patterson in his debut for the heavyweight championship of the world. Years and years ago. And he had Patterson down three times. Could have been a few more times. Patterson got up and beat him in around about 12, 14 rounds. Can't remember where he went beating, but it was a funny fight. Very good fight. So we'll see. Oh, you forgot to shout out Furiosity. How could you do that? Who's your own that? brand. Furiosity, your Who's own... Who's that? Your own brand. Oh, yeah. Furiosity. <laughs> oh, you're having me on. <laughs> yeah, big shout out Furiosity. Big shout out Wow Hydrate. Big shout out Young Gale. Uh, big shout out Jacob & Co. Um, big shout out Riyadh Season. Big shout out old small Corey over there, IFL TV. And yeah, God bless... God bless the world, because it's uh, tough times at the moment, and there's a lot going on, and um, yeah, world peace. On that note, thank you very much, guys. Oh yeah, self-signing out, mate. Oh yeah, self-signing out.
And can I just quickly say, because it's, it's too long now, we're done. But the most important person on that there list, the shout-outs, the one what makes it all, I don't know, the cement in the building, you could say, yeah, would be Robert Davis. Because without Robert Davis, Tyson's mind would not be at peace. And before Robert Davis come on board, he thought it was a waste of time boxing because he wasn't going to get paid. So Robert Davis is the most important man on that list, in my opinion. One of the best lawyers in the game. Yeah, he don't leave anything on anything not done correctly. And we trust him fully. Would you make a good lawyer? No. Nope. <laughs> Stupid. Right, God bless you. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.